All right, Second String Podcast, welcome back. Hope everybody had a marvelous weekend. (sighs) You know what this is going to be about. If you can't read and you didn't look at the title, you should be able to tell anyways what this is going to be about. It's tournament time, March Madness, basketball. It's all anyone's talking about. Uh, Upsets, and it's this is March, and oh, we're back after last year. Couldn't bring myself to do it Thursday night. Couldn't bring myself to do it. State played at 10, played UCLA. Game ended around 1230, maybe one after overtime. Got home um, immediately. I watched with a few friends. Immediately once the game ended, I went home. Got home, ate salad, which I I, I can't think of a worse way to cope with a devastating loss than eating fucking salad. Like, at least give me some French fries or something. It's a cruel world we live in sometimes. I'm sitting at home in a dark kitchen alone with nothing but my thoughts and a broken heart eating salad. Finished the salad. Thought, yeah, well, tomorrow's Friday. Big game for MSU. I should probably do a podcast. People will want to hear one. Um, it's more timely the day after state loses people are working tomorrow. So they'll be listening. I should probably do a podcast. Nope. Couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. I can, I thought before I sat down today, it's Sunday. I'm recording this. It'll come out Monday. I thought today when I sat down, I was like, all right, it's been a few days, whatever stuff's happened. I don't feel as bad now. Obviously a couple days removed time heals all. But also teams with far more to lose have gotten fucking throat punched today. Illinois, dead. Fucking Ohio State, dead. Um, Who'd Syracuse beat? West Virginia, dead. Like, Oral Roberts just beat Florida, dead. Like, I could – it could be worse. I could have – I could have entered this tournament deep down in my heart of hearts expecting MSU to make a Final Four run, and we could have lost them, or we could have lost the way that we did. Pretty up and down, shaky season, team that never really could put it all together when it counted. Um, Outside of Aaron Henry, no one was reliable. No one ever seemed to be interested in stepping up and being the guy. I could have – we could have lost the way – unexpectedly where I'm thinking final four, this team's going to make a run. It's all or nothing. And I'm, if we would, you lose that way, like Illinois fucking prayers up to Illinois fans tonight, because you got to be on suicide watch. You're, you're that Illinois team. This is the best you've been in my lifetime. What since Deron Williams and D Brown, is that like Oh five or something? Oh four, Oh three. I don't even, I don't even know. I don't remember them. So that's how long ago it was. First time you've been at this level since then in 15 years and you lose in the in the round of 32 to Loyola Chicago of all places in state school um you got to be sick to your stomach if you're an Illinois fan tonight and guess what that could have been state that could have been state and I'm much happier it, it, sometimes it takes Sometimes you just got to wait a little bit and you realize what you're grateful for. I'm grateful state lost in the play-in game in a dog shit season as an 11 seed 
versus being a one seed, having all these expectations and high hopes, and then getting my heart ripped out for our like Oakland University for our equivalent. I'm grateful for that. It really sometimes life has a funny way of putting things in perspective. And this was one of those ways. Illinois, Ohio State thought they were the real deal. Fucking Dwayne Washington can't make a three. See ya. You're packing. Go home. In the first game, too. Let alone they didn't even win a game in the tournament. Like it could be, it could always be worse, is really the the moral of the story. So yeah. While I was depressed Thursday, while I was bummed out, while I didn't want to speak or see or really get out of bed pretty much all weekend because of that game Thursday, things happen. The rest of the weekend happens. These games happen. Other people get their hearts ripped out even more than you do. And it's like, actually, you know what? Wasn't so bad. I'll live. I'll live. Um... So I don't want to, I don't know how long I'll go today. I'm thinking the shorter podcast, like 20 minutes, just because a couple things, a, I don't really want to talk about this for very long. Cause the more I talk about it, the more sad and bummed out I'm going to get. And I don't feel like being sad and bummed out. I really don't. It's Sunday night. Um, I'm about to go to sleep pretty soon here. I'm in a decent mood. Um, so getting all upset and angry, it doesn't really don't have any interest in it. If we're being totally honest, I don't, but we will talk about it a bit. couple things, couple things. A, we got to harbor the expectations. So on one hand, it's a sport, it's basketball, it's March Madness. We're Michigan state. Anytime you lose in March Madness, I don't care if it's the Cassius Winston two seed final four team. I don't care if it's, is those worst team in 23 years and 11 seed. I don't care who it is. As long as Michigan State's playing in March and in the tournament, I'm going to go into every single one of those games, balls to the wall, nuts on the line, neck on the chopping block. And if we lose, I'm going to be really upset. And if we win, I'm going to be really happy. That's just the reality of it. I think that goes for pretty much every sports fan, let alone MSU fan, let alone basketball fan. Like, who gives a fuck? You can talk yourself down all week. Go all week going into the tournament. You can talk yourself down saying, well, we're not, you know, a sweet 16 would be like a final for four for us this year. We're not going to make a run. This team isn't great. Who cares? As soon as that fucking tip off happens, it's like life or death. It is. I wanted State to win bad. I wanted State to win bad. Here, I'll let you in on a little secret too. Little fucking personal Nick Bradley life scenario. I had a tough week last week. Had a tough week. Just wasn't feeling great. You know me. I come on here. I'm Mr. Positive Vibes. Let's have ourselves a day. Sun's shining. Birds are chirping. Let's fucking make today the best day ever. You know me. Control. I'm a big mind guy too. Like you're the master of your mind. Control your emotions. That kind of shit. So like if you're bummed out, just get a hold of yourself kind of thing. Just shitty week. Shitty week for the, if you're a fan of the Nick Bradley club. If you're, if you're the president of the Nick Bradley fan club, shitty week went into Thursday. Like I need, I need a win. I need a win. Have to have it. Not even, I want to win. Not even, it'd be great. I need to win. Or you may not hear from little, little old Nick Bradley ever again. Go into the game. Um, you know, you know me, I make the Twitter videos. I like to try to be funny. And again, kind of hearkening back to what I just said. 
I am Mr. Positive Vibes, fucking positive attitude. It's going to go well. If you if you go into that game against UCLA Thursday and you're already like, oh, this team kind of stinks. We're not going to win. What the f- what's wrong with you? I don't want I don't want you to ever be a fan of anything I'm a fan of. If you went into that game like, oh, we stink this year. Who cares? I'm not even interested. Shut the hell up and get out. Get out. I went in. You saw me make the video. I sent out the tweets. UCLA stinks. They haven't been good since Kareem. I was confident. Aaron Henry, we have Aaron Henry. They don't. <laughs> Fucking choke job is what happened. It was a, a half liter weighted sausage going down the throat, and we couldn't chew it up and swallow. Aaron Henry, the last shot, crossover airballed two. Tom Izzo, that's what we came up with. Really? Boxing out the shooter. Really? And we lost. Fucking, it is what it is. I'm still standing, though. I thought I, there was a chance I thought I might not be here today. Still am. That being said, I was pissed. I was upset. I wanted to cry. I wanted to punch something. I wanted to scream at Tom Izzo in the locker room. I sat there. I I made the video after, and it's true as can be. Probably, like I said, a little supplemented by kind of the tough week I had. First tough week. Listen. I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I've been on fire. I've been feeling great. Life is good. You know me. I've been feeling great. Tough week for the first time in a long time. And then State loses in a heartbreaker after all the momentum building up all season. And we lose the fucking UCLA. Like if we if we're in the round of 32 game playing a six seed or playing Texas, it's like, all right, fine. We got beat by a good team. Whatever. Lose the fucking UCLA, man. Hispanic Michael Jordan can't miss a shot. And it's like, dude, really? These guys? Like these guys? We just beat Ohio State, Illinois, and Michigan in like two weeks. We're going to lose the UCLA, dude? UCLA hasn't been relevant since Kevin Love was fat, man. We're going to lose to these guys? Ugh. And I made the tweet, or I made the video. It's one of those losses, and it's any loss. It's any loss in March when your team's done for the year. It's one of those games where you you sit there, and I sat, I ate my salad, and I sat in a dark room all alone with my thoughts. And you sit there, and you're like, damn, why? What is this? What is this? I put my happiness into this stupid-ass fucking sport. What is this? Why? What am I doing? What am I doing here? put my happiness into this sport but it, it's i said it it's one of those days where you're, where you're like the sun is gray the food is gray fucking i can't smell or taste i don't have emotions i don't want to get out of bed nobody speak to me it's one of those things where you're just like god just a bummer and i don't know i think on the flip side on one hand like when you're a real good team when you're a real good team and you lose like Illinois early. I think that kind of, at least for me, triggers a bit more of an angry reaction where I'm like, what the fuck? What went wrong? Why'd we do this? This was our year. You kind of get mad at the world. And then on the flip side, you have like the MSU, the 2019 final final four team where you make the run. We had a hell of a run, hell of a game when we beat Duke. And then you lose to Texas Tech. And that that loss, that sadness was more like, it wasn't like, what is this all about? What am I doing here? Not as depressed. It was more like, 
what could have been and and reminiscing on the memories. Like that's more of like a bittersweet loss where you're like, damn, it was a hell of a run. And you kind of think about what could have been. And you think about what was like that Duke. I still think probably once a month, honestly, maybe more. I still think about that day. We played Duke the entire day at the, I was at Harper's. We had a section. We, arrange the tables so we kind of blocked people out so it was just us because you know how harper's gets for a big game elite eight against duke that thing was packed seven hours before tip-off we had a little table arrangement so we all had room you couldn't really get in there it was perfect we spent the whole game there we went crazy when it, i still remember the final moments Cashes ran out the clock i just started jumping and hugged one of my roommates and was like we're screaming I still remember that shit like it was yesterday. I think about it often. So when State lost that game to Texas Tech, it wasn't, oh, I'm depressed, I hate my life, or I'm so pissed. Why? You know, It was more of just like, damn, hell of a run. Thinking about the memories of the run we had, the LSU game was awesome too, just everything. And thinking about it was a lot more like what could have been. Like thinking about, dude, if we would have won that Final Four game and then winning a natty while you're in college. Can you imagine winning a fucking natty while you're in college? Hand up on my roommates and I. We spent that whole week from the time we beat Duke to the weekend of the Final Four. All we talked about the entire week. We didn't do homework. We didn't talk about football. We didn't talk about any of the Detroit teams. The only thing we talked about for an entire week is what we were going to do and what East Lansing and MSU would be like if and when State won the whole thing. That's the only thing we talked about for a week straight is what this place would be like if State won. We were saying they would have to cancel classes at least the next day, maybe for a week. We were saying I'm going to be drunk for 128 hours straight, saying I'm not going to go to class for a week, saying we're going to be outside, out and about. I hope I don't get arrested. Like, we, it's, it's talking about what could have been. The loss against UCLA this year was just like dejecting demoralizing especially we were winning the game choked it away they still gave us a chance to win it at the end and we come up with a fucking awful absolutely awful last shot what was that um we don't box out the shooter for them to ice it on the free throw just so many things it was just demoralizing you could watch it you watch the game slip out of our hands and slip away from us in a game that was so winnable, in a game that we made such an unbelievable run, and some of those guys, I'm sure, worked so hard to get there in the first place. And it was just like a metaphor of the season. Just did some of the work, made it look good for a while, but in the end didn't have what it took. Simple as that. And it was just a depressing one. So I didn't do the podcast Thursday because I'm was i still fucking – like the more I talk about it, the more I'm just like sad and depressed. And I was taught – the next thing I thought about Thursday night after the game is literally every single team – I love sports. If you did yeah, – no shit. It's the whole fucking podcast, sports and other random topics. I don't have one sports team that I like – that's even mediocre. Four Detroit teams, two Michigan State teams, and they're all terrible. And here I am, like an absolute asshole, coming back to the well day in and day out, watching the games, bleeding for it, putting my blood, sweat, and tears hard on the line, crying for it. Don't have one fucking team. 
it's a depressing day. I couldn't do the podcast just because I, A, it would have just been me like, eh, well, state lost. Eh. Like I would have just not said shit or it would have been like, I'm going to kill myself. And I felt like that probably wasn't for the best. So waited till today. I don't have much to say about the game. Like it is what it is. Fucking nobody made a shot. Langford stunk. Henry was okay until the end. Hauser stunk. Bingham played well, I guess. Rocket stunk. Like it's the same old, same old, same old, same old, fucking same old, same old. Fuck. Now I'm getting angry. It's the same old shit. We got guys that should perform, that have performed, that won't perform. Rocket Watts. Does like what happened? Langford waste of seven years or however long he was here all the bigs not named bingham stink all the guards and wings not named henry stink i don't know just fucking frustrating the only bright side one more thing actually the other annoying thing tom Izzo, and i don't know who's in charge but ucla has hispanic michael jordan miguel hordan that hockey's guy fucking can't miss he literally can't miss he's larry bird except he eats churros on the weekend he can't miss we have aaron henry one of the best defenders um for sure on your team in the big 10 maybe in the country larry bird fucking tijuana larry bird's giving you buckets maybe put aaron henry on him for a possession or two and he is a waits until there's like five minutes left in the second half after the dude already has 30 points to finally put aaron henry on him and he stuffs him sometimes i wonder i've i've done this fucking same rant before Sometimes I wonder why there are people making millions of dollars to make decisions that I'm sitting on my couch unemployed for a year saying this problem could have been solved 25 minutes ago, but he waits till the end. Why fucking Hispanic MJ cooked us and Izzo just turned a blind eye. That, that was outside of the everyone just missing that was the thing that frustrated the most because guess what the missing it's like hey they've done this all year why would i be surprised when they miss every goddamn shot today this is just what they do they miss shots the defense it was like Izzo just like oh wait we can just lock this guy up if i put aaron henry on him nah well he's having a good time let's just let him fucking nah that's fine like bro what's up fucking are you trying to win here or no I can't talk about it anymore. Honestly, I'm just getting super fucking annoyed. I, I can't talk about it anymore. So states out is what it is. Quick break. Um, we'll talk about the tournament a bit more and then call it a day. Maybe like five, 10 more minutes. All right. Just a few more minutes after the break. One thing I thought of actually that I want to say about stay losing the good thing and not even this is this is gonna seem crazy because a good thing about stay losing that seems like a spin zone. Not even joking. The good thing about this, um, I'm kind of happy that it's over, right? Like, if you're a state fan and you watch this team throughout the year, you <laughs> you know that it was not fun for. I don't want to say all of it because it was fun the last two weeks, but for fucking a lot of it after pretty much the beginning and the end were fun. The whole middle part sucked to watch. 
This team was extremely frustrating. State, I feel like, is always kind of frustrating just because they turn it over and shit so much. Like every year, I've never been a part of a season where we don't have turnover issues. I've never been a part of a season where we don't or we do make threes. It feels like I don't know. This team was very frustrating to watch all year, though. And until Aaron Henry turned it on, there were kind of no redeeming qualities about it. So on the Losing sucks. I wish we would have made the Sweet 16 and I could be happy and like enjoy being alive and all that good stuff. Not to press though. <laughs> um, I am kind of relieved that it's over though. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have to a little bit. You kind of have to be a little like, all right, well, at least I don't need to torture myself for 40 minutes every other night. At least I don't need to worry about them winning or losing. At least I don't need to keep talking myself into why they can beat BYU in Texas and all these teams. At least I don't need to worry about making the tournament. Like it's over kind of thing. Like this team was never going to win anything. It's one of Izzo's, if not Izzo's worst team in his career. It was not fun to watch for most of it. There were no fans, blah, 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 COVID, all that shit. It's kind of like reset. The reset button feels nice. I like, A little bit. This kind of hit me Thursday. I was just sad. Friday, I was kind of sad, but also annoyed. Saturday, it kind of hit me when I was like, you know what? On the bright side, it's like, fine. At least we're starting fresh. At least it's over. At least I don't need to get upset. I don't need to get annoyed. I don't need to be sad. Like We kind of just pulled the plug. It's like if your parent's super sick or you got a relative – and you're keeping them on life support. And then one day they, this is such a fucking morbid analogy, but I guess kind of just sums up MSU's tournament run. They're keeping them on life support. You're fighting, you're stressing, you're worried, you're not getting much sleep because you're thinking about them. And then they finally passed. This is so fucking morbid. Why did I choose this? And then now you're like, well, at least they've moved on and I can move on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel. It's like, well, at least I can just move on from this team. Aaron Henry will go be in the NBA. Hopefully the other bright spot, I thought about this, the other hopeful bright side about this, we get people out of here. Hopefully Kithier, fucking you can go to Oakland, foster lawyer. I heard uh, Macomb Community's got a good squad. Um, who else can go? Hauser, if you want to, feel free. doesn't matter to me. Gabe might, who knows, like, Hopefully now Izzo evaluates this roster. He looks at what we had this year, what we're going to lose, <clears throat> Aaron Henry, a.k.a. the only fucking good part about the squad, and he realizes, oh, shit, I'm in some deep stuff here. Rocket Watts isn't good. Joey Hauser isn't really good. All we got, if you ask me right now who I'm like, and this is I use this word loosely, who I'm excited to bring back, Bingham, Hogard, I guess, Sissoko, maybe Malik Hall, and that's kind of the list. Hauser, whatever. Like, that's kind of it. I want Tom Izzo to hit the transfer portal harder than Mel Tucker on steroids. I want Tom Izzo to hit the transfer portal like there's 50 Magic Johnsons in it 
like his life depends depends on it, like his coaching career depends on it, like the Hall of Fame can revoke his gold jacket depends on it. I want him. I want the first thing Tom Izzo thinks about every single morning to be the first five guys he reached out to in the transfer portal. I want the first thing he does every day is to call those guys in the transfer portal. I want the only thing for him to be reading self-help books, gone fiction, gone. Your kid's book report fucking gone. The only thing I want him to be reading is scouting reports on guys in the transfer portal. When he talks to people, I don't care if it's Lupe and the kids or if it's Fife and the staff. The only thing I want him talking about is how guys in the transfer portal will fit at MSU. I don't want him to do anything that doesn't involve the words transfer portal for the next four months. That's where I'm at with Tom Izzo. And I hope, I hope if there can be one fucking positive thing moving forward about this season, it's that Tom Izzo realizes, A, in general, my team's never good enough. Transfer portal, look at Michigan. They huge boost through the transfer portal. And B, my team isn't good enough. These guys fucking stink. I need to hit the transfer portal if I want to worry about hitting 24 tournaments. That's what I hope. I know we got the freshmen, and I'm pumped about the freshmen. I already can't wait for next season. But transfer portal, Tom. Fucking transfer portal. Like, I can't. I can't. I can't have the same team come back. I'll lose it. People I would imagine are going to transfer out. Um, and he better bring people in. I don't know how transfer out works. Like if the kid needs to on his own say, all right, I want to leave. Or if Tom is okay, can just be like, Hey, Kithier, you don't have a scholarship anymore. Go figure out something else. Or if it's just like a strong suggestion, like, Hey, Kith, um, you're not going to play this year. I'm going to be really mean to you and you're not going to get any more team meals if you stay on scholarship here. So you could be a walk-on if you want, or you can go down the road to Oakland. Like, I, I'm sorry. I know they're kids. Sorry. Like, do you want me to be honest or do you want me to tell you how great you are? One of those type scenarios. Because you're not great. Fucking there it is. So I hope if anything comes out of this, Izzo just reaps the benefits of the transfer portal. Marcus Carr, dude averaged 19 and something. Uh, yeah, we could use him. Like you better be living, you better be living in his text messages and DMs harder than I was as an eighth grader when I didn't understand the concept of double texting and annoying girls. Before I understood that, I was doing it, didn't realize I was doing it. I hope Tom Izzo's doing that to Marcus Carr. Just Pester the shit out of him. Tell him you love him after the second date. That kind of shit. Need him at MSU. As far as the rest of the tournament goes, it's been awesome. Cam Crowig, I'm fucking obsessed with that guy. He looks like <laughs> he looks like the coach at Loyola. Saw him at, working as a mall Santa and was like, you look like you got a sweet post game. Why don't you come with me? That's what Cam Crowig looks like. I fucking love the guy. I love the guy. Some college students donate plasma. Some work at the cafeteria to make spare change. Cam Crutwig works as a mall Santa in his free time, and I love the guy. He's a, he's Jokic. He's Jokic light. It's incredible to watch him play. Um, also, the upsets have been bonkers. OSU already mentioned Florida. Oral Roberts is making a run. Loyola looks loaded over Illinois. Like, it's upset city. It's been fun. It's been very fun. I miss the tournament, man. I love the tournament. It's somehow it's so miraculous. All these games somehow come down to the wire. Like every fucking game I've watched feels like it comes down to the end. It's crazy. I love it. 
Sweet 16 next weekend is going to be electric. It's kind of weird. They're, so this is coming out Monday. So they'll have games today too, which is a little strange, but something to do during the day. Also, I don't know if I, I haven't done a confessions of a young professional. I'll probably queue one up this week. Your boy is employed. I can't remember if I've mentioned that on here or not, but starting the job today, corporate America coming for that ass. We'll see what happens. I'll keep you posted as it goes. Well, I'll try to do maybe like once a week updating, you know, just talking about the life as a, as a young professional, especially now state basketball's over. Pistons, who gives a fuck? Lions offseason. I'm going to do an episode about Jared Goff or at least a segment this week because I'm so all in on the guy. That guy's opening like his press conference jacket he was wearing is so fucking fire. I'm all in. So I'll talk a little bit about golf one day this week. But other than that, nothing Lions. Red Wings, you know, we'll keep them in the conversation. They still stink. There's really so there's really nothing to say. I'm just getting depressed thinking about how all these teams suck. And it's football season. It's Mel Tucker season, which I'm excited for. I love college football. I love Mel Tucker. I can't wait to meet the guy one day and hopefully interview him. I, I, I'm psyched about State's prospects in football. I just can't wait to see the progression and see them build and see the culture. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a lot more. We're going to have to pivot now. It's going to be a lot more random stuff and the the young professional stuff and, uh, you know, just making shit up on the fly. Might, might upload fewer times a week, like three or four, instead of trying to go four or five. We'll see. And less sports. But as of right now, I'm less depressed than I was Thursday. So, yippee, throw a party for me. And it's football season. It's football season. Tom, hit the transfer portal. Mel, I love you. Keep up the good work. Can't wait to watch your boys this year. That's all I got today. I appreciate everyone listening. Let's have a good week. Let's have a good week. I feel rejuvenated. I feel good. Let's have a good week. Talk to you guys tomorrow.